On the Good Red Road October 1893, San Juan Mountains, Southwest Colorado If Durango was on the road to hell, Silverton had already gotten there and staked a claim. Enough whorehouses, dance halls, and gambling halls to service a city ten times the size. Otha settled on one of the less rowdy saloons for his nightcap, pushing through the throng of revelers to get in line behind a man at a bar stool nursing three brimming shots, the surface of the whiskey's trembling from the vibration of boot stomps on floorboards. Hands grazed his shoulders, and he turned to see a toothless blonde whore in nothing but stockings and a corset grinning at him. Bet you could use a trim, she said. Not tonight. She went on through the crowd, availing her services, and through the smoky lowlight, Otha caught shards of his grimy reflection in the constellation of liquor bottles behind the bar. He'd been waiting ten minutes for the barkeep to notice him, when a voice lifted above the din. You gotta yell out you want a drink in this shithole. Otha glanced back, saw a pale, smooth-shaven man of thirty or so waving him over, his face half-obscured by dirty, chin-length yellow hair. At the table sat three men and the one who'd called out to him motioned to an uncorked bottle of whiskey upon which the trio had already inflicted substantial damage. Happy to share? Otha relinquished his place in line and threaded his way through the crowd to the table, where they'd already pushed out the last remaining chair. Otha sat, extended his hand across a filthy set of playing cards and a pot of tiny pokes, a few crumpled dollars, a double eagle, and a voucher for fifteen minutes with a whore called Grizzly Sow. Otha Wallace. Nathan Curtis, this is Marion McClurg and Daniel Smith. Boys? McClurg, a larded beast of a man, reached forward and pulled the pot toward his corner of the table while Dan eyed Otha. Play cards? Nathan asked. Not often. Nathan poured a whiskey, pushed the glass to Otha, who took it up and tossed it back with a fleeting grimace. Two dollars get you in on the next hand. Well, I'm trying to save my money. For what? A horse. A horse? I'm traveling on to abandon. Got a job with the godsend mine. No shit, Nathan said. I'm headed that very direction myself to visit my brother. He's sheriff up there. Maybe you heard of him, Ezekiel Curtis. I haven't. Yeah, I can't quite believe what that outlaw's become myself. McClurg shuffled the cards while Dan refilled the tumblers. You been to Abandon? Nathan asked. First time. What I heard, even across lots, it's a twenty-mile ride through hard country. Otha felt the cards sliding under his fingers, McClurg already dealing. Don't want to play. Few hands won't kill you, Nathan said. Dan muttered. Man bought you two drinks already. Bless you some boiled shirt least you can do is play a hand. Otha looked over at Dan, the man thin as a totem, gant up and blanched like he carried some parasite. Otha reached into his leather pouch, selected several pieces of hard chink, and tossed the coins into the middle of the table. Two hours later, Otha stumbled out of the saloon, and he barely made it into an alley before spewing his supper against the clabbered. Nathan stood chuckling behind him, you can't play cards for shit. Yeah, Otha groaned as he leaned against the wall, bracing for the next round of nausea. And I got barely the money for a horse now.
Wouldn't Fred? Otha spit. Why's that? Like I said, me and the boys heading to abandon in two days. Travel with us, you want. Dan's got a mule you can ride. A mule. Mean son of a bitch named Rusty. Otha straightened, tried to center himself over his feet, the world tilting. On the second floor of a false-fronted building across the street, a headboard smacked repeatedly into a wall, and bedsprings squealed like ravenous pigs. Against the dark, Nathan was just a silhouette. You sure? Otha asked. Yeah, you don't want to be taking that trail to abandon on your own anyhow. Wild country out there, bad people in it. I'm obliged, Otha said, though he wasn't. Last thing he wanted was these men for extended company. You get yourself home? Nathan asked. I believe so. I'm gonna go scare up a little snatch. Nathan wandered off toward Blair Street and assured elegance to his drunken gait, and Otha sat down against the back of the saloon to let his head clear, get his bearings straight for the long stagger back to the hotel.